Welcome to your favorite podcast that talks about your favorite game on Smite. Howdy, folks, and welcome to On Smite. I'm Brent Copeland. I'm Ryan Karin, and with us this week, we have N-Shadow, uh, Masters-ranked solo uh, solo jouster and mm. community manager for Eager. What's up, guys? Very happy welcome. to be here. <clears throat> yeah, thanks for uh, joining us. And is that the, the right way to say it? Is that how, how people call it, Eager? Oh, yeah, yeah. E eager to play, eager, eager to dominate... <laughs> Eager to kill. So, uh, do you want to tell us uh, just to give people who maybe don't know who you are or, or who do um, who you are and what you do in the uh, Smite community? Yeah, basically, um, I have been a streamer for about uh, maybe about a year and a half now. Um, been very happy with that. You know, always uh, I got into Smite during closed beta, and um, you know, via uh, DM Brandon kind of introduced me to the game, um, uh, as well as like Allied. Uh, a lot of the people that were, you know, um, that either still are or were associated with Juice uh, at the time. And, um, you know, I started playing Smite. I really enjoyed it, decided that it was something that I wanted to really stick with um, because I was looking for another game after I used to uh, play Super Smash Brothers uh, Brawl competitively. And I wanted to get into something else that I could, uh, you know, keep doing uh, at a high level, um, either for entertainment or for my own competitive purposes. And, um, you know, I found a little bit more of uh, that entertainment side in uh, Smite and started building myself up. So uh, I got started there. And um, basically, I was with uh, the Juice community for a while, streaming under the name Juice Shadow. Um, I, um, you know, uh, like you said, you wanted to talk about I got... Uh, Eventually, some like a little bit of differences and a little bit of like unhappiness with the uh, with my overall position there, and um, I started doing my own thing, built myself up, uh, and then eventually, you know, um, became the community manager for Eager. Uh, decided that I wanted to do something more in the esports field as well as entertainment. So that's about where I'm at right now. Partnered streamer, stream every day, and uh, you know, masters and joust. I really enjoy the one v one aspect of Smite as well. Well, very cool, and we've got a we've got a ton more questions. Some from us, some from Reddit. <laughs> we got a, a couple Collins, though. I think you've already answered one of them. But until <laughs> we get to that, let's go ahead and see. Hey guys, what's cracking? So raging, <laughs> what's cracking? What is cracking? Well, uh, it's been a couple weeks, of course, since the last episode, so there's been a few things. Uh, the big, big, big one for me is I got my uh, final bits of travel plans done for Smite Worlds in January. Got my awesome. event ticket, my plane tickets, got my hotel and my car, so I am all ready to go. I'm just sitting here waiting for January to finally come around so I can go to see Smite Worlds. Um, I didn't get to go in the previous couple years, so this is going to be my first time, and I'm really hyped for it. <clears throat> oh, you're going to love it, and hopefully the snow will uh, not keep you at home. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm flying through Toronto and New York in the middle of January, so I'm gambling <laughs> a little bit with the weather on that. We will see how it goes, but um, if it snows in Atlanta, I'll be the one person around who actually knows how to drive in it, so uh, <laughs> that'll work out well. Uh, let's see, what else have I been doing? Uh, I got my Xingqian Mastery done, so I'm back to uh, maximum. 
Now, after playing him, now I, a lot of those matches were on the <clears throat> bonus weekend, so I've actually only played six matches with him. And it's really weird. He's got a great Aries feel. I really feel comfortable playing him. I seem to do really well. Like, I've got a 1.94 uh, KDA average, and yet I'm 1 in 5. <laughs> so either I'm doing something really wrong and it looks like, you know, I, I'm doing well but letting the team down, or I just had some bad luck with team draws. I don't know. So I'm sure it's uh, the sucky team. <laughs> well, no, except sometimes those were with team party, so I wouldn't go that far. Um, uh, not allowed to in that case. <laughs> but, but yeah, I really, I, I definitely like him. I haven't played him since uh, the, uh, I haven't really played him much since the first nerf, and of course there's another nerf coming. So we'll see about that. I've been playing a little bit more Conquest, um, which is unusual for me. But the the thing I'm really starting to notice, and I, I offer this up as encouragement to people in the same position as me, where you know you're level thirty and you've got a ton of experience, but it's all in arena and assault, and you don't really know how how Conquest works. I still have to work on my laning phase, absolutely. But when it gets to late game and you start getting into those team fights, especially in you know in the middle of the jungle or in the middle of mid lane, that that arena experience comes out, and I do very well in the late part of the game. I just need to work on my laning phase, so it's not as steep of a climb I'm finding as I was afraid of when I started playing Conquest. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I noticed that there's some new god specific achievements in the game. I was playing Guan Yu, and I just finished a match and had no idea what was going on. All of a sudden, this thing pops up, and it was a... What was it for? It was for getting... Uh, oh, it was for healing three people at the same time uh, with full passive on his on his uh, one. So that was a little weird. And the only other thing is the new Ares card is terrible. <laughs> You're a big Ares fan, oh. and, and you hate it. I do not like that new Ares card. I'm sorry. I won't even use it as an avatar now. I don't yeah. even use the Ares avatar because the face just looks so bad. He looks like a a, a bad Terminator, yeah, uh, kind of like an Arnie thing. And that that's Chalk's realm being Arnie. So, yeah, that's that's about it for me on Smite. I guess for the last couple of weeks, I've talked long enough. I'm sure. So you you wouldn't like them to make an Arnold skin where Ares when he goes up in ults, he's like get to the chopper, and he's like oh, swinging no, around no, chopper no, no, thing. No. Sucks everybody into the chopper blades. No, yeah. so something could be done there. Well, you make my week uh, look uh, pretty lame. Uh, Biddy's sick, so he's not here tonight. Um, we did get to uh, play some matches and, and uh, got a. Oh, what's it called? The Jolly, the Jolly Roger achievement, where we all played pirates. Oh, mm, I haven't got cool. that yet. And and had to win. That was the scary part. It was like, well, <laughs> it's like you have to win. You have, I didn't know you had to win either. Wow. Yeah, I you have you to win. To I, I think it's you have to win. We won, but uh, it was scary because like in the as we're getting ready, like everybody's like, okay, who has what skin that's a pirate? And like no one like had pirate skins for characters they liked playing. <laughs> and then we also got a stranger danger and we're like, eh, please have a pirate skin. And he played Sobek and had the pirate. So uh we got lucky and I uh, got that, so that was cool. So that's one of my achievements I I now proudly show off. Um but besides that, just you know, I'm still working on getting all the all the masteries. I still have like I think eight eight or so gods left uh to master. So hoping for a double weekend soon. Uh to finish that up. Um Well, We'll get to that in a bit. Nice, nice. 
Um, but that's that's pretty much it with with uh, my week. Uh, been ramping up uh, our for our other show, the Shaft, to get our five year anniversary show going and getting some call ins from some uh, some uh, folks. Um, so looking forward to that on Saturday. Uh, but that's about my week. Um, in Shadow, how about you? How, how was your week this week? It's been going very well. Um, been, you know, focusing up on my content production and stuff and uh, been making sure that I'm, uh, you know, firing on all fronts and it's been going well. I uh, re-achieved the fifth spot on the joust ladder, which, you know, somewhat matters to me, not not too much i don't like really strive like i don't want to try to be number one on it so badly but like it's kind of cool to go up a number so <laughs> so yeah there's that <laughs> we, we we look look up on you from afar yeah. and just like yeah okay yeah, yeah. we're not first real problems up there yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so and, and do you stream on a uh, regular schedule or just as you can yeah, it's mostly as I can. I mean, I uh, I live at home with uh, with my mom and uh, my family still right now. I'm uh, you know only 21, um, so it's a little rough for me to dedicate uh, an exact schedule and stuff. I also have like my girlfriend, and I kind of work around uh, her work schedules because uh, hers is like constantly changing and stuff. So unfortunately, yeah, I don't have that much of a solidified schedule. But I'd, I'd say most nights from like. Uh, probably like nine to like one or something are almost definitely times you can catch me yeah well it sounds like uh we got you gotta have a lot of fans in the chat room who are saying your stream's awesome so if you haven't caught mm -hmm. it yet everybody should catch it and what is your stream on Twitch? thank you guys it's uh twitch.tv uh slash and shadow so uh, go over there even if uh he's, he's not streaming now obviously but go over there and follow so you'll know the next time he streams thank you thank and you get that all set up it looks like we had some uh random news of the week too here uh, the Odyssey has started. I know that. I bought the, the cuckoo skin. Yeah, great. I love the look of it. I hate the voice pack. <laughs> voice, voice pack. It's 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 actually, they've managed to come up with a voice pack worse than the Solstice Hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually an achievement in a sense. So it, it's, that is definitely one I'm going to be turning to just use the regular skin voice. It's sad. I love it because it just sounds like just crazy, <laughs> crazy snake man. Like he's just going crazy. And I love it. Well, I guess I, I'm of the wrong age to really be into Pokemon, which this is obviously um, scaled after or modeled after. So, yeah, it, it just doesn't quite do it for me. I like the look of it, the, the, the nice little cartoony, very bright. It looks great. It's just, yeah. yeah. Just don't mention the Pokemon thing. We don't want to get pulled. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just pretend it's something else. That's okay. what I'm wondering about the skin itself, if it's going to uh, get pulled, you know? <laughs> yeah, they, they had yeah. that before on which one? I think uh, The Bastet, um, I think it's called like the Nightcrawler skin or something. It was the, uh, the you know, like Catwoman. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they're, they're kind of skirting some, uh, you know, there's some games that can get away with it because they, they use their own artwork. Like WoW does it a lot of times with names and, and you know who they're talking about, but uh, when you, I guess when you get the artwork down to exactly who it is and you see that and you know who it is without seeing a name is when it, um, you, you got to start asking for permission. Right. Well, and I don't think that's the case with this. Right. I mean, I'm no, I'm no Pokemon expert. I don't think it's specifically modeled on one specific Pokemon, but it's pretty, it's pretty, it, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty similar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you seen him? <laughs> He's... <laughs> 
<laughs> I haven't seen the Pokemon. I don't play Pokemon, so I don't uh, know. I see. I, yeah, he's he's pretty pretty similar. Pretty <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least he doesn't come out of like you know a red and white ball or something. Yeah, yeah. Is and it? what a lot of people have been saying is that um, he the um, the Pokemon uh, that he's based off of is actually uh, uh, you know it's Rayquaza. Um, he's a lot. He's based off of um, I cannot pronounce the the god's name, but you know like Quetzalcoatl, whatever. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever Kukulkan is supposed to be based off of. So there's actually some like lore there, so they might be able to get away with that. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I believe I, I believe Quetzalcoatl is just yeah. the Aztec, mm-hmm. whereas Kukulkan is the Mayan. Right, exactly. So if that's the kind of model that he would look like in the Aztec kind of thing, then then they have some room to work with because that's what that guy was actually modeled after the Rayquaza guy. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and maybe maybe they're going to start kind of reaching out to some of these companies and just saying, hey, let's let's do kind of a cross promotion. That would be really cool, right? Yeah. Uh, also, I think you did some math here, didn't you, Ragin? Yeah, I did. Well, well, High Res Stew, uh, he put out uh, on Twitter. He actually mentioned. That the maximum price for the entire uh, Odyssey is going to be 5,600 gems. Now, there was a lot of grumbling about the Odyssey coming out because they already did Summer of Smite. And what they've done is actually it's like they've split the last Odyssey and they just broke it into two. Because the last Odyssey was 2,100 or 21 items uh, at at about 400 uh, gems an item. And so now they did the seven as Summer of Smite. And now another 14 as Odyssey. So it's really the same number of skins you're having to buy. It's just that now there's two top-end rewards. And if you didn't want the one, you can still get the other. Um, So yeah, 5,600 gems. That's about $70 if you're buying the, you know, 8,000 gems for 100 bucks. So depending, of course, it depends on everyone's finances. But for the amount of stuff that you get with the Odyssey, all the chest rolls, all the bonus items... I know it's up to you, but I certainly am going to be participating. I would have been participating even if High Res hadn't been quite so generous with us. Um, yeah, so it's I think it's reasonable. I, I was personally a little concerned about maybe them overreaching by having an Odyssey and the Summer of Smite and the SPL uh, Fantasy Points thing, but that was really cheap, so you don't yeah. really factor that in. Well, yeah, I, I think you... it's all right. And if yeah, you look at it, I mean, it, it's a free-to-play game, so they've got to make money somewhere, and this is kind of like buying a collector's edition expansion once a year. Yep. Oh, yeah, and they're really cool. I mean, you, <laughs> you can't pass them up, uh, a lot of them, right? So uh, I have no problem with it. I mean, it's rough uh, sometimes, but there are other ways to acquire gems, too, which I think is really cool. You know, a lot of community-driven events and things that, uh, that you can participate in. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully everybody uh, that wants to can participate, yeah. Yeah, and it looks like the third item so far is hinted at uh, Nua or Shanga. Yeah, it's it's mm. definitely Chinese, and it's definitely a woman. It's either so it's either Changa or Nua, and it looks like she's wearing like a spacesuit, like a helmet yeah. or something. Uh, that's all I've seen is just like this black and white of the head. It's on the website now. Maybe it's been leaked elsewhere. I don't know. I do know that there's another skin. I don't think it's Odyssey related, but they put it on Twitter. It's going to be a new chalk skin that's a lot like the Ares uh, World Championship last year. It's for the Brazil Regionals, and it's on his shield, and and it looks a lot like a, like a just a tier two skin in terms of it. It really looks like chalk, but just with a lot of of extra feathers and that sort of thing. So that looks pretty cool too. And, and like uh, the other ones, they have the uh, progress rewards. So when you after you buy three, six, nine, twelve, fourteen items, uh, you'll get another item for free. Plus, each item you buy, I believe you get a chest. 
yep. uh, which can uh, have more items in it. Don't do like I did. I, I think I messed up. I went and started buying chests with my gems. So yeah. I forgot yeah. you buy the items. And I was like, oh, man. So I got a, a bunch of crappy avatars. I'm like the Avatar King. Like, I bought a bunch of avatars by accident because I thought they were god skins. I'm, I'm apparently a, a moron when it comes to spending <laughs> gems. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, uh, that's how it goes sometimes. Um, there's no word yet on the final completion prize, uh, except for it's going to be another epic skin. This will be the second one. The last one was the uh, Thanatos one. Um, do you want to make any predictions on who's it going to be? I have no idea. Somebody in my chat today was saying that it would be amazing if there was if it was Naja and like he grew older during it. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could be something. I don't know if they'd actually do it, but that'd be pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not even gonna give a guess, Ragin. We're, we're putting, you know we're putting money have, on this. We'll have to buy each other drinks when you come down for the <laughs> anxiety. No, no idea. <laughs> You gotta throw something out there. I'm gonna say Zeus. You're gonna say Zeus? With the rework. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't think of something that, that would be, you know, really good character specific and have that kind of morphing. And I guess maybe there's no guarantee it's gonna morph like the Thanatos one does. But I mean that Thanatos one was just you know, it fits the character. That progression works really well. I can't think of something really good to do of that nature with any other god. Right. Hmm. It just it would be Kukulkan because they've already done two Kukulkan skins for the for the world championships. There's the Void Worm one for being in the fantasy points draft and then there's the uh the one that was just released. So that, that's a good point. They do um when it comes to the world stuff, it, they do sometimes kind of hit the uh, Chinese gods a little heavy. Hmm. Um, so maybe maybe look at some of the Chinese gods, like who would be a good one. But anyway, uh, since you're not going to give an answer, we'll just move on. Well, here, we, we've got a couple of predictions from the chat. We've got uh, someone saying Cupid uh, would be another one for getting older. So that would be... Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I want to see a grown-up Cupid running uh, <laughs> running around. But that's uh, Hunkulees is bad enough. Thank you. <laughs> So yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna go with that. Um, yeah. Anyway, just nothing. On. And I'm wondering if there's like any hints like on the website that we just haven't noticed yet. Mm -hmm. I know that you like obviously it's not going to be one that is already in the Odyssey, right? So at least you can narrow it based on that. So if they're getting a skin in the Odyssey, then uh, you know you know it's not them. So there are ways to at least narrow it, but and it's probably not going to be somebody that just got a big skin in uh, Summer of Smite. So yeah, um, there is a silhouette of a male adult human god, uh, it as a placeholder. But again, is that actually a hint with the most generic? Silhouette, yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, it's the silhouette that's there is male and adult and human. Like it's not one of the uh, even animal head like the Egyptian gods or anything like that. Right. But and the Egyptian gods are the last ones in the list of rewards, if that matters. Mm, that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't think it does because last time the wasn't it the Mayans were last and it was Thanatos. So mm. and the Greeks were first. So if we were going to take that approach, it would actually be a Mayan god this time around. 
Huh. Or the, the Viking boat at, at the bottom? Is that uh, anything? I think that's just the ship we're all sailing around in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so, uh, you know, they're doing a lot of pirate stuff. Maybe it'll be a, a super pirate-themed mm -hmm. skin. Don't they oh. need to come out with one more? No? Are there five right now? For Exactly five for a team? Yep. Yeah. Seems like it. And one in each of the five roles. So right. They, right. They very carefully balance that out. Yeah. So maybe not there. Okay. Well, we got a lot more to talk about. So uh, we'll, uh, I'm sure, be discussing that more in future shows. Um, Adventure Weekend. What's this? This is, uh, in addition to the usual uh, that they do for, you know, come play on the weekend get all the uh, the double uh, XP and worshippers. Uh, this time they're throwing a bit of spin on it, trying to encourage you to get your friends on and play as a team. So it's double XP and worshippers if you're in a party of two. And it's triple if, in you, if you are in a party of three or more. What? Plus there is boosters to get. Um, and if you get uh, five first wins of the day, and they don't say if that all has to be in the same day or if it can be spread across three days. But they say when five first wins of the day, you get a free Odyssey chest roll. Now, that's not a free Odyssey item. That's a free roll of the Odyssey chest. So, right. uh, But still, it's, it's a really generous weekend. And if you've got that god that you just want to grind out to get the mastery, or you've got that god that you know, you're level 8 and you really want that diamond, get a couple friends on and start playing this weekend. Yeah, this sounds like the weekend. So uh, everybody be there. We'll all get some games in. Um, also, uh, I noticed you put down there's only 750 uh, world tickets left. Yeah, and they seem to be selling about 100 a week. So that means mm. in a couple months they'll all be gone. So if you want to come join me there, you might want to get on that. Yeah, and there is a chance. Sometimes they put more tickets out when they do sell yeah. out, but I would not rely on that. Uh, get your tickets early just to be sure. I haven't gotten mine yet, um, but I, I need to. Hopefully that means I have seven weeks to, uh, you know, make it up. I'll, I'll get 15 bucks a week and put it aside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Also, uh, they leaked a card for the uh, Brazil regionals. It's a chalk skin, so we can take him out of the running, I guess. Mm. Yep. Yeah, that was that one I was talking about. Did you see that Alquang skin that was leaked? I don't know if it's, like, completely legit or not, but it was leaked on uh, on that, uh, what's it called, data mining. Hmm. No, it's like a not. dragon, like uh, like dragon master Alquang, and he's like full clad in armor, and like the dragon is like a like really you know like mystical looking dragon. It looks pretty pretty sick actually. I'm oh wow! That. Yeah, I wonder if that would be the that yeah that that's a good that's progressional. What I was thinking honestly, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I doubt that the progressional they they'd let get out that that soon. So well, I think I think they. I mean, they obviously know that data mining happens. Yeah. So you never know what they're gonna put uh, in there, and, and just to get the hype up, right? That that is true. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. We will see. But until then, let's go on to this next segment. Patch of the Pantheons. Well, that sound effect is very fitting for this upcoming patch. <laughs> Isn't it? You want you want to uh, talk about this? Um, I can, and and N Shadow certainly been been tweeting a lot about this as well. Um, and she's not out yet. The the new god that's coming in the patch, which the patch notes were just yesterday. So a new mage named Saul, who may take the most over sexualized female lord away from Neath. 
uh, it's pretty ridiculous. She's basically a naked firewoman and uh, with similar body proportions to the other female game except for Skilla. Um, yeah, it's... To be honest, I, I haven't even paid any attention uh, to the gameplay aspects of it because there's so much controversy about, you know, does she really have to look like this? Does she really have to be naked? You know, they're, they're going for a fire elemental look, but it's it's a little ridiculous, I think. Yeah, I, <laughs> I definitely think the same. I mean, even if for a fire elemental thing, like they wanted to do something similar like they did with the Agni skin where, you know, he's like basically naked too. It's just the proportions of the body types are so you know so static the exact same types for for all of these female gods or uh, goddesses over and over and over um that really you know creates the problem and of course that this one that happens to be naked has some of the most ridiculous proportions of all is you know not very not really a coincidence <laughs> yeah yeah i i always try to go back to i i know um a lot of their artists are female so i assume they're they're giving their input in there um and and who knows? Um, I don't know. I've I've only seen one picture, so uh, I'm gonna hold comments. I saw a really good, uh, really good comment on it, um, and it, it goes very similar to what N Shadow just said. It was, and I believe it was one of the female high res employees uh, made the comment. Um, it's one thing to you know, yeah, okay, sex sells, make it sexy, but why does every female character have to be the exact same? form of sexy right um you know everybody's got different tastes and yeah yeah like a lot of people say like i was making a lot of posts about like it's in the lore or like everybody will always say like the these goddesses were meant to be like the epitome of beauty or whatever and like if if that's what you know we're saying is the epitome of beauty is this exact same body frame in every single goddess then that's pretty problematic in it in and of itself right so yeah, I think it's definitely not sending out um, the right kind of message. Yeah. So do y'all do think they'll uh, change it? I mean, how big is the backlash right now? I doubt they will, honestly. There's been backlash for so many of the goddesses so far, and it doesn't seem like they are taking it into account. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the odd thing to me is um, sex does sell, but honestly, like, I don't find myself like um deciding to buy skins or gods i mean I have the god pack so it doesn't matter but i in, in this type of game i don't find myself gravitating towards that right it's more yeah. what do i have fun playing um and hopefully someone else will you know pick that god yeah and i mean from a gameplay aspect she looks interesting she's kind of like a mix between agni and poseidon in that she's very attack speed based, um, or, or maybe a better one would be Agni Freya comparison. That that you know you use her mm -hmm. attacks attack speed. It seems like she's a, another mage that you might actually want to put a Fatalis on to get her attack speed up. So that sort of of uh, half carry, half hunter, half mage, uh, which is a little bit different because I think the only one I would say is currently in that category is Freya. But she's more assassin than than hunter, in my opinion. Um, so you know that could be interesting. It'll be weird to see where she is. From reading the stats, I'm guessing she's grossly overpowered at release, mm -hmm. like they all are, <laughs> except for right. Ravana. And 
I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. And one interesting thing that I I noticed is I again I do the math in my head. She is now God seventy, which means if you're on Mastery sixty and relying on that to have the maximum level uh, avatar, you got some work to do this weekend. That's Fortunately, true. it's the right weekend to do it because uh, this we're gonna get the seventy God released for our avatars. What what's the highest avatar they have released? Sixty so far. Because they released them in tens, right? So, but I thought they already had like seventy, eighty, and like ninety or something. Oh, they out they there. had them loaded for a while, and people just immediately laughed at it, so they they took them out. And oh, now okay, it's actually really? you can't even you can't even put a lower one. Like once you move from fifty to sixty, they take the fifty away. You only have the sixty available. So oh wow, I didn't even realize that. That's important to them, which is you know it's it's um. One of the things we talk about kind of uh, back and forth uh, about the whole um, worshipers and masteries and is it a good thing or a bad thing. And I, I've kind of um, gone back again this these past couple of weeks. I, I really uh, and kind of changed my mind about it. Like I used to think that it was okay and, and I kind of started agreeing with y'all where it's like, okay, it's good to learn these other gods and, and then you can play better against them. But I really don't have much time to play Smite as much. Like, you know, I, I play a couple times a night, and so I, I just don't have that much time to dedicate to, like, level everything up. So what I'm finding is, as I'm trying to master all the gods, I'm now to the set of gods that I don't like playing. I'm not good at They're all hunters. I'm just not good at them, and I don't enjoy playing them. And so my experience with the game has really taken a hit over the past few weeks. And not only do I find myself losing more, I, I find it not as enjoyable. And I really just want to play the god. Like, I want to go play Amir. Like, he's my favorite god. <laughs> and when I get him in assault, so, somebody traded me. the. I had to, I forget who I had, but they, they sent me a trade request. And it was, you know, Amir popped up. And I was like, yes! I was like shouting. <laughs> I was so excited. Yeah. And, and so I, I don't know. I, I find myself back to thinking that uh, I, I don't really like that system so much. But that's I, true because, yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I was just to say, I mean, I, I did the same thing with the assassins because I hate, there's no assassin in this game I like. And yeah, it was the same sort of thing. I just, I just suffered through it. Now, one big difference that I did differently than you is I did all of my masteries before I had anyone higher than three. Like, I didn't have my Diamond Aries yet. And then go and try and play all these characters. Um, I got on, on Full Mastery back when I think it was only 49, 48 or 49. So It's kind of easier to keep up. It's easy to keep on top of it now. New God comes out. I wait a week for the auto locks to stop. <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, if it's available, I pick it and I play it. And I, I mostly just do it in Arena or 3v3 and just go from there and it's easy to keep on top once you're there but i imagine it's really intimidating now for especially if you're a new player and you have to do this with small well, 70, 70 gods. yeah right yeah yeah that's that's a lot to do well what about you shadow do you have them all maxed out or are um, certain ones i get a little lazy so i have like the last maybe three gods are missing for me um and that gets a little bothersome because uh one of the systems that i do in my uh stream to make sure that you know i'm more involved with uh 
with my chat and everything is like if somebody subs they request uh the god that i play in the next game and sometimes if i don't have that god mastered i'm just like well <laughs> but can you pick another one <laughs> but yeah i think um that's that's true you're saying that uh if you just treat it almost like a chore right like the new god's out all right set aside some time <laughs> master him get it over with whether it's the class you kind of like to play or not get it out of the way and there you go you have them yeah um, but it's true. I mean, it, it is kind of unfortunate that if you're trying to stay on top of all the masteries, you don't get to play the way that the game really, you know, you want it to be tailored to you, right? Like, uh, yeah. yeah, you kind of have the, the whole point of these classes is that, you know, you have your specific class that you like to play. Um, and, uh, you know, that's your role for the most part. And that's even funny because that's what you find with pro players. Like, if you ever watch some of the pro players, like MLC Stealth, I've noticed, does not have a lot of masteries. He only masters the mid-gods that, uh, that he wants to play. And, you know, that's kind of the... Uh the position he's awarded himself because he's on a pro team all he has right. to play are the mid, mid gods but yeah it puts you in a difficult situation uh when you don't really want to uh play every single god but you feel the pressure to yeah well and i imagine for you it's extremely difficult to do that because so many gods are just useless in joust yeah yeah it's awful <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not like, gonna go I love there Ares, with the but no yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, I had to make a new clause because everyone kept picking. They, they would sub and be like, pick Kumba, pick Kumba. <laughs> and I'm like, don't pick Kumba anymore, guys. I had to eventually be like, if you really want to see Kumba, like, you have to donate. <laughs> like, I don't want to be like, you know, I'm not trying to just say like, all right, give me donations, guys. But I'm just saying I can't do it anymore. Every other game, I'm getting Kumba here. <laughs> My ELO is dropping. <laughs> And other people can start unsubbing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's actually true, though, because people, you know, they watch for both a competitive uh, value as well. And if I keep getting the same god that I cannot possibly win on, there's no competitive value. So, yeah, yeah. it's a good point. And eventually, I have to just have, like, a night where, okay, this is the night I'm doing those. Mm, yeah, that's those true. Games. I've considered it. Yeah. Competitive nights. But that's awesome that you that you uh, do that. That sounds like some fun interaction with the, uh, the chat room and, and sponsors and stuff. It'd be nice for doing something like that if they went back to having a casual joust. Yes, yeah, that's uh, actually a point. Yeah, what like what's your opinion on that? Because I, I I've done my ten matches just to get my qualifying. I'm bronze three, woohoo! Mm -hmm. um, which is I'm surprised it's that high. <laughs> um, but I mean it's it's really frustrating because I knew going into it, you know, I can't practice. And I'm going to be playing people, yeah, okay, mostly just other people qualifying. But I found it very frustrating that I was going into League right off the bat. You know, I had done a couple of jousts back when it was still casual, but I was still a complete noob back then. Not that I'm any kind of pro now, but at least now I think I would be, I would do okay in a casual joust. But as soon as you put that League on it, it's serious business. You know, nobody's playing any god other than their best. and. Right. I, it was a real barrier for me to get in, and I really, again, talking about chores, I really didn't enjoy doing the 10 matches to get it. Right. So, um, like, do you think that would help, or do you think, you know, it would it would take away from the pool and you would have an even smaller talent talent pool to get matched against? Well, honestly, I think that they should uh, they should uh, implement the casual, uh, casual joust queue again because it's, you know, it's so polarized, um, 
right now uh, League Joust in that there are like maybe 10 very viable gods that if you're playing against you're at a severe disadvantage uh, if you're using anything else that's not viable you know that's why it's kind of a big reason why I made uh, my tier list and I regularly update it because people want to know what they can go in and play without having a bad time they don't want to go in pick this god and then find out you know they're irrelevant like you're gonna lose so it's it's yeah if you want to be able to play you know whatever you want um they should be able to do that and it would increase the player pool uh overall for joust because people don't want to just pick those same gods you know either they're not interested in those gods uh they think you know the strategies you have to employ are cheesy and things and if they just want to have fun and not have you know them judged on a number and just queue joust whenever they you know whenever they choose i think a, a casual one would definitely increase the the player pool i would definitely play it a lot like i said for the sub picks and stuff and just for you know fun times so i'm a little surprised that they actually haven't uh brought it back yet stop the whole show that's great <laughs> <laughs> we normally don't get uh you know good answers so that, that's awesome Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah, way, way to compliment all our other guests. <laughs> I'm in from us. Like um, we're talking. The guests are awesome. Well, yeah. it's you know having people like you on the show is such a huge difference from us because you know we we play arena and assault and that's our thing. We're we're team fighters. That's that's what we're in the game for. Uh, so you know, getting these statistics about or getting these opinions about you know, joust and conquest from people who play those a lot, you know, adds a lot with it. Yeah. And we, we had some great questions or at least, at least I pulled one so far. We'll get some more while you're, while you're um, talking though. Um, so let's move on to next segment. I have a message for you. Gotta go fast. Close. Yeah. We got, we got, we got mail. Let's take a look at Mercury's bus. Let's go. Mercury's mail sack, where we get to your uh, call-ins, your emails, and your Reddit uh, questions. Uh, I'm going to start with a question from the Reddit. This is from Hope Within Chaos, who asks, uh, "Do you think they should restrict certain items for one v one joust, like they've done for assault?" Yeah, actually, I think that would be. Um probably a big help i it's kind of weird that the way that they look at joust right now right because it seems like so little effort goes into thinking about balancing joust right because obviously it's been a long time since the game mode has seen any uh real change of course other than the you know the upcoming uh big overhaul for it um so but then they randomly there was one thing that they did uh, that I found really strange because they had not made any changes to the game mode whatsoever in a while. Then they were just like, you know what, we're removing Crusher from Joust. It hadn't actually been seeing too much, like, you know, uh, too much. I guess what it would be is a backdooring tool, right? Because it, yeah. uh, it allows you to take structures more easily. But it hadn't actually seen that much of, a, um, of an imbalance in the game mode. Um, it hadn't created that yet. And uh, that was just like an instant thing. I don't know, maybe somebody at high res had just clicked and like somebody there was playing Joust and they're like, well, this item doesn't seem right. But I wish more time did go into uh, thinking about that, you know? Um, it would help a lot. There's like Shield of the Underworld right now is uh, a particular item that in a 1v1 setting in, in Conquest, you know, you can ignore the guy with shield on him or you can, uh, you know, you can divert attention or something. You can you do a little bit to disengage at the time. But in Joust, you can pop shield and run at someone and attack them <laughs> until they're dead and they can't really do much about it uh, on some of these like hyper aggressive gods. So that's uh, one aspect of the game mode that I think could really be uh, looked at uh, a lot more deeply. Well, and that kind of leads to um, 
little bit of the next question. Uh, what what do you think the popular build will be with changes to both shoes of Magi, Magi and Focus? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a little interesting, actually. The, uh, I think that added power to the pen boots, because they added like five more power or something to it, I think, along yeah. with this change. Yeah, uh, I think that, along with the fact that it gives you pen, pen is so valuable um, that it, I think that's still going to be the more, you know, the um, the bigger focus. But, however, some of those gods like Chunga, uh, Hell, they're going to benefit a little bit more from the, the buff to the cooldown boots. So some of the gods that you want to prioritize cooldown on are going to see a little bit of a better time overall. Uh, I think it's a good change overall, honestly. I think um, it helps the gods that need the cooldown immediately, and it... Um, it balances out the uh, the pen boots as well. So it's, yeah, I, I thought it was a great change. And, and I've got a question. You may not want to answer this, but uh, uh, when you log in and, and you see that god flip over for the other side, which one do you fear <laughs> the most to see? <laughs> um, well, it, at the top of ranked, actually, one of the hardest gods to fight, uh, the top of ranked joust, would be Ho Yi, actually, because... Uh, He's seen as such like a uh, underwhelming god in conquest, right? Because first of all, the bounce shots are incredibly difficult to line up well in conquest. The the lanes are huge, so it's very hard to calculate for you know the timing of the bounces going back and forth. Um, and uh, there's just not all these narrow passageways. In Joust, it's a very it's a much more narrowed out lane, um, and you can uh, always look to combo just the one guy in front of you. You know you don't have to think about all the other enemies. So right. Ho Yi is actually a very very scary threat in Joust, and now they buffed him again in the most recent <laughs> patch. So I'm not looking forward to it. He's going to be uh, banned a lot more often. Yeah. And and do you see that as they're balancing the game? Like I know they they say they try to balance it for all modes. Yeah. But I still feel like they kind of balance it mostly towards uh, conquest. conquest. Um, do you find some changes that that do impact Joust a lot more than than conquest? Yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. I don't think, other than that crusher being removed from Joust uh, that one random time, it doesn't seem like any thought has actually gone into uh, balancing the specific game mode. You know, so it's it's really kind of unfortunate because uh, I used to talk to Dry Bear a lot about the changes that I'd like to see in Joust. You know, he was he was very accommodating. He knew that I was one of the top Joust players, and he was like, "I want to hear from you. I want to hear like what you need." And then Dry Bear had to go and. Uh, <laughs> I go to balance. Yeah, so, so I kind of lost my in, and uh, you know he was talking a lot about it. He never really got to implement them. I'm uh, sure it was because he's been, you know, he's always a busy guy, and he was also transitioning into working on paladins. But right. yeah, I would love to see just more. You know, Hi-Res is so big on feedback. They do so much yeah. with um, with community input, and but the the problem is they only do it with the other game modes. Joust is like the abandoned child of the group. Right. It's like yeah, it's you can't. Gotten. Yeah. We well, can't even do practice joust anymore against yeah. Robot. They took that away from me. <laughs> Wait, did I mean, that was that was my favorite thing when I'd had a bad day, you know, come home, throw on Robot, beat the crap out of him. Really no, you, you can't do it? Oh, nope. Best, you, can, you can do three V three and you can do wow. that practice and then it's you and two bots who are useless against three bots who are useless and you get all the kills anyway. So but yeah. it's just not the same. It's not the same that as Robot. The thing is is worrying me as well because with this new map that's coming out, they're talking about balance changes and stuff for joust, and they only say three V three joust every time. They're like new changes coming to three V three joust. Big uh big balance for three V three joust. I don't see any mention of actual one V one, which is the 
ranked game mode. So you would think the, the game mode that they have a ranking system for that they, is supposed to be more competitive would be what they're looking for uh, to balance. But I'm kind of thinking Joust is getting the, the shaft here because it's not, uh, you know, it's not in any of these tweets about the upcoming game mode. So, um, yeah, a little worried. And, and actually, all that leads to both these uh, other two questions here. Uh, By Coastal Shrimp wants to know, what changes would you like to see in Joust to further balance the game mode? Mm, uh, definitely a um, less of a focus on backdooring. Um, a lot of the problem that people have with Joust is that there's not enough... Uh, you know, not enough focus on skill. Uh, a lot of it is just the strategy of trying to get somebody's objectives down before the enemy player does. People will draft things like Bakasura, um, you know, Kali, uh, ADCs that are uh, able to take down structures easily, and they'll just go with that kind of a focus, even Bastet, of course. Um, and they'll go straight for the structures, they'll ignore the opponent and do that. Um, I would like to see some sort of change where if your opponent is still alive, your uh, structures gain some more protections or something. You know, that way ensuring that you actually have to kill your opponent to ensure that you can then go on and, uh, and take something off of it. Because if you haven't killed your opponent, you haven't won, there's no reward you should be uh, getting, you know, you shouldn't be able to ignore the opponent, see that they're going for a buff, and go take down their structures. It should be more about fighting. Right. It's on fighting and not on the yeah the objectives. Would it, would it make the game last um, too long if you made it something like every time you killed the other player, an objective lost you know a certain percentage of health? No, I, think, I honestly think that that kind of thing would work well too, really. Um, I think that uh, what Hi-Rez was trying out at the... At uh, one of the lands recently, was it Worlds where they were actually doing the one v one tournament, or was that at um, the Summer Land? I can't remember. Remember when um, like everybody was uh, now <laughs> everybody's playing on stage like Incon, uh, and all the pros were actually entered into a one v one tournament. I can't remember <laughs> which event it was, but they were doing uh, first to three kills or first to take the enemy tower wins. I okay. think that makes it a little too short and a little too much emphasis on the early game kind of snowbally gods. Right. There should be some sort of comeback factor, but that's a good way to look at it. You know, more of emphasis on fighting and not just passively farming until you're level twenty and can you know outscale the enemy so yeah i mean it's always that like last minute they've kind of built this this two-prong issue where you get more powerful at the end and the death timers are longer yes. so all of a sudden you die at the end one death to yep. some guys 10 deaths and they can take down your towers in phoenix and now you're handicapped and it takes so much to come back from something like that like so maybe if they just made it where one of those didn't scale. Like maybe the death timers didn't scale that much. Yeah, maybe it's it's tough because like I like I can't tell you how many times I've been like up against someone like five and zero oh on like tier, say a god that doesn't have much objective secure for the tower because he's melee. The right. melee gods right now can't poke out a phoenix effectively, so they have to try to find some way to um, to justify that, and it's it's very difficult. I understand, but I wish there was more effort going into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's uh, also, um, I guess, talking about the new Joust map. Spin <laughs> uh, Spiff Sinister wants to know when the new Joust map comes out. Will you remember to eat after playing for thirty-two hours straight? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a story I here. 
as as long as there actually is a 1v1 game mode like i said i'm very worried i might just be paranoid but i feel like there's there is some bad news coming for the game mode it's it might not be one of the top performing game modes anymore a lot of people don't want to touch it because of how imbalanced it is and you know sometimes the easier option than for a company to put time into making sure the it, that the game mode is functioning properly is you know to say maybe we shouldn't deal with it at all and that's um, my worry they might <coughs> domination <coughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they might focus on 3v3 joust which is probably a lot more popular and yeah i don't know man i would uh i would lose my place a little bit so then we all gotta start making friends well there's three of us yeah <laughs> yeah we'll join you yeah, yeah, yes, there we go. The well, 3v3 is one of my, my favorites, uh, especially Mine partly too. because it's easy to get three a party of three going, and yeah. and it's just, you know, what what I like to play and what Team Party likes to play, so it's usually, when I'm with them, we, we do quite a bit of 3v3, so. Yeah, it's definitely a great game mode. I love it. I just hope that the two can coexist, you know? Yeah. And yeah, Aries is overpowered in 3v3, which is kind of nice, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, those were the only serious questions on the Reddit, so let's get to a couple call-ins. One, I think you already answered, but I numbered them and didn't name them, so I don't know what they are. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out what this call is right now. Hey, Shadow. It's Lydia. Has there ever been something the community has said that made you roll your eyes? And I don't know if you can hear that. It was kind of yeah. choppy. I got it, right? Okay. She said uh, anything that uh, the community has said that made you really, like, get a rise out of you, I guess? Or roll your eyes. Make you roll oh, your eyes. Oh, roll your eyes. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, a big a big thing that a lot of people that will, like, come into my chat. You know, I'm a community manager, so a lot of what I do is uh, try to be as open and accepting to all viewers as possible. Right. Some viewers will come into my chat with the presumption that they can say whatever they like about whoever they like. Um, and it, it really, really irritates me to see someone come in and start, you know, publicly uh, BMing or, you know, badmouthing another streamer um, or another public figure in my chat because, uh, and they'll claim like, you know, freedom of speech and uh -huh. like, yeah, and they'll be like, I can say whatever I like, like, and then they'll go off into somebody else's chat and be like, I was banned in Shadow's chat for no reason, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can assure you, yeah, yeah, I can assure you, I do not ban people for no reason, that would literally be counterintuitive to my job right <laughs> yeah yeah it takes too much time like right it's 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 uh you know it's not yeah, an easy uh, decision to ban someone so yeah because you're well, I mean, sometimes you're it is. a viewer off of that right yeah, sometimes they make want... it real easy yeah <laughs> yeah it's true so you know like, that just yeah <laughs> and, I, and i find smite unlike you know league of legends um I feel the community's been less uh, BM and less, you know, angsty towards each other, and it has had kind of a nicer flow. Uh, so I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you have that uh, view. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, I just, I, you know, it's it's not even a sense that everyone has to get along. It's just that you don't have to go into somebody else's chat and try to cause more unnecessary drama. You know, it's it, yeah. So yeah. and especially to think that that you have the right to say that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's very silly. Just a little uh, legal constitution. I don't <laughs> even know what you want to call it. Lesson for all the viewers: freedom of speech has nothing to do with what you say in someone's channel. Nothing, mm -hmm. absolutely nothing. You you're free to say it, but then they're free to ban you. You're right. free to say whatever you want in your own channel, not in ours. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's and awesome. Do you 
Oh, do you find the, that a lot of that is like the eager anyone who's got a beef against eager for whatever reason now they come to your stream to do this stuff in um, more so than other streamers? Actually, what I found a lot of is um, since I'm related with eager, I guess they wouldn't do that as much. What they do do is um, ever since I left Juice, everyone will come into my stream and be like, "Hey, man, I understand why you left Juice. Those guys are beep beep, you know." <laughs> that, <laughs> They will, they will think that, you know, now I'm like an enemy of Juice because I left. But, you know, that, there's in no way uh, any intention for me to, uh, you know, to cause any uh, bad feelings between the group or anything. So, yeah, that's just a misunderstanding uh, by anybody that comes in with that kind of intention. And people will often be questioning why they got banned if they were, you know, bad-mouthing someone from Juice, like, because I'm not part of it. But that's just how I am with any group, you know. I don't want to see that kind of uh, negativity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and speaking of eager, I've got a got an idea, and this may have already been pitched to y'all. But uh, how about uh, you get a mascot, a beaver, and then all your fans can be eager beavers. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, funny. Actually, our first community clan. Uh, you know, it wasn't. It was before we became like really uh, official um, as a company and everything. Before we made a lot of the moves that we've made now. Um, the first community clan that was started was called the Eager Beavers. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> they definitely nice. had the same thought as you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not original. I, I didn't think I was. But <laughs> Maybe only that, as a Canadian, I take offense to this the beaver belongs to us <laughs> <That's true. laughs> well, we y'all some sort of issue yeah <laughs> i thought y'all had mises or mooses or <laughs> what no the the we we even have a beaver on a coin come on <laughs> really yes we do our nickel has a beaver on it <laughs> oh man there's so many jokes there that could get yes there is in trouble there absolutely is Five cent I'll, I'll bypass it. And the other call-in was basically about the juice stuff, which you already answered, so I'm not even going to play it. We got lucky. We hit the right button. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're actually hitting up close to an hour, so this is this is working out perfectly. I do want to, uh, A, thank you for joining us for the show tonight. You've been an absolutely, absolutely wonderful guest. Thank you so much. Really, thank you for having me. I had a great time. And before before we, we head out, I do uh, want everyone to know where they can find you everywhere. So everywhere's let the folks knows. Okay. Uh, so twitch.tv slash nshadow as well as uh, youtube.com slash nshadow. I finally got my own little, you know, they have a, a trial period on YouTube before you can get your own handle and oh, stuff. Finally yeah. got that. Nice. Uh, I often forget to promote it because, like, it's kind of a new medium uh, for me. I've never really uploaded on YouTube. Uh but one of my moderators actually got me into it, which is, you know, it's so nice that some people are so generous and uh, willing to help you uh, and spend extra time uh, really trying to make sure that I'm doing better for myself, <laughs> which is crazy to me, right? Like, it, it's so much dedication and uh, just so much love, honestly. But, yeah, so uh, YouTube.com slash Enshadow. Uh, follow me there. I post videos daily. And, of course, at my stream, like I said, Twitch.tv slash Enshadow. Um, I stream there every single day. Uh, with very few exceptions. Uh, and then of uh, Twitter. Twitter.com. Uh, how do you do Twitter? <laughs> Twitter.com. Yeah, yeah, Twitter and Shadow. Yep. And it's on the screen, kind of. It's hard <laughs> to tell with much. that font. but uh... Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. And uh, next week, do we have another guest next week, Rajan? Next week is, uh, assuming that he's still on board, we have Frost, who does the uh, Top 5 Plays Xbox Edition. So that okay. should be interesting. Uh, you know, we haven't really had anyone who's in the Xbox community on the show yet. 
and uh, Frost has started off in the PC community, but he because he's doing the top plays now, he's starting to explore the Xbox side of it. So uh, that'll be interesting to me. And I love those top five uh, those top five plays videos, both the one that Anuki does and then now the one that Frost does. They're both done very well. So uh, I'm I'm excited for that one. Very cool. I am too. And as always, uh, we're doing this uh, weekly again, uh, unless you know something happens and everybody uh, gets sick on the same week like last week. So yep. um, come back every Thursday about 7 p.m. Central right here, uh, twitch.tv slash podcast, And you can keep advised of everything on Twitter, on Smite Podcast, and our website on Smite Podcast. Go figure. We did good with that. Um, yeah. So thank you again so much, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Nice job. <laughs> we have bumper bumpage. <laughs> yeah, my fat fingers hit two things. <laughs> <laughs>